Um, so this is what happens when you uh, <laughs> drink and podcast. Uh, the other members of the network and I, we kind of debated whether or not we, we would release this episode. Uh, but ultimately, <clears throat> we decided that there's no need to ever waste any content. And it's still timely. There are some funny spots in there. But overall, uh, viewer discre- well, listener discretion is more advised than any other show on our now 81 episodes that we've recorded over the last three or four years. So um, this episode is very political. It's not really even that funny. Uh, so uh, listen at your own risk. Uh, we do say some things that may have crossed some lines, but most of it is not a joke. The things we said that kind of cross the lines are jokes. And remember that this is still a, a comedic show. <laughs> and uh, that's basically all I have to say. So, so until then, enjoy the following episode uh, or just don't listen to the episode i'll maybe skip this one all right guys uh please come back next episode and we get back to our normal our normal business all right bye good evening ladies and gentlemen we are tonight's entertainment you've got exactly 10 minutes to decide if you really want to know you have filled this city Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've gotten done. True stories based on fiction. Okay, welcome to, uh, I guess, the first episode of 2018 of You Can't Say That on a Podcast, or as we're going to call this special, you can't say that on election day. Uh, so this is Evan the third host, and I'm joined by, on, as always on this show, a double D. How's it going, ladies and gents? Ladies and gents of America. <laughs> <laughs> so we wanted to get together uh, during this election season to give our thoughts on the local politics here in Michigan, as well as the, on the national climate, because there's a lot of shit going on, and I feel like. Uh, the country's been missing us talking about politics and things you can't typically say on the podcast. How do you feel about that? Well, I, I think that we can change the whole world. I can change. We can change. Everybody can change. Everybody can change. That also is, is kind of a, a of an Easter egg for our other show on on the network. The uh, Eyes of Rocky Creeps Tiger. I think that's the name of it. I never remember that shit. Um, so hopefully we can be just like Rocky and, and change the world. Change yeah. the world. Maybe uh, um, stop the Cold War. Yes. Since I, it kind of feels like uh, it's going on again. It, it really does. Um, and my idea of how we stop all of this uh, and how we can change the world is this is going to be... And, and for those of you in the listening audience, we, we have not discussed anything about this show really until right now, so this is going to be news to a double D as well. I feel like we can stop all this shit by not voting. So you're jumping right into your theory, huh? <laughs> right, right jumping right theory. in. We're, we're 42 seconds into this, and you're jumping into it. I like it. So not voting. Not voting. You know why? Um, it doesn't matter. Your vote doesn't count anyways. Exactly. Here's why it doesn't count, because here is my theory.
you know how Twix had that ad campaign of the right Twix and left Twix? And the conceit of that ad was what? Well, I think, weren't we going to vote on that? What was better? Yeah, but but the conceit was the fact that they're both the same damn Twix. Yes, they are. They aren't different factories. What if that Twix campaign was a, a satirical indictment of the American political system? No matter who you vote for, they're in the same package. Republican, Democrat, they, they have filibusters against each other, then go to the titty bar afterwards. Together. Together. Like wrestlers back in the day with the kayfabe, like you talked about that one time. And, and, it, they, and they use our tax dollars to go to the titty exactly. bar. It's all the same. Like Trump and Clinton were friends back in the day. They had pictures together, hugged up and shit. They aren't enemies. It's kayfabe. It's, you're, you're right. You're it's right. all kayfabe, bro. Our politics Political system is big time wrestling. It's wrestling. It might as well be Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant. Yes. Ricky the Macho Man Savage versus the Iron Dragon or Ricky the Steamboat. Ricky the Steamboat. Yeah, (laughs) that's what American politics are at this point, bro. And and it's all fucking shit. I hate to say it, and and for any of our listeners out there in other countries, I think you will agree that our political system is fucked up. Because, for example, Trump. He doesn't believe this crazy shit that he says, I don't think. He just says it because he knows he's so far crazy that there's crazy people who believe that, and their vote is powerful. The crazy vote is a powerful vote. Yeah, he's got all the uneducated people. Yes. Yeah, I I, I have the uh, power to do an executive order to make it to where if you're born in America, you still aren't an American. I can do that because reasons. Well, and it, I think it's just a scare factor. He likes to scare people. It's a scare factor that will get they're, people. They're going to take your jobs. They're going to take this. They're going to take that. Well, I don't fucking know any illegal immigrants that are taking my fucking job. They right. can have it. You know taking my job? It. The internet. How about those motherfuckers can take my job and I can live for free? Just like they say. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, man. And then, uh, granted, we live in Michigan, so there isn't a lot of, uh, I don't think we have a lot of problems with immigration in like, uh, any of those people. Um, where we live, and maybe other places is different. But anyway, it goes. We're not even considering the fact that these people are still human beings. And what have these children done to anyone? Even their parents are criminals. What have these children done that, that to, to watch we should indict them and kick them out as well because, oh, I can do it with an executive order. And um, on top of that, I forgot my point. Uh, what were you going to say? I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, so I'll try, to, I'll try to remember my report. All I know is that all you guys are immigrants. I am not. Oh, I'm a Native American. Yes. That's a very good point. And also, I say, mean, where, where do you stop it at? I mean, I, that's what I don't understand. Is it 200 years, 300 years, bro, 100 years? That's a very good point. Just whenever, you know, Donald Trump thinks we should stop it. I mean, I to me, it doesn't really make sense. And on the. On the immigration point, still, the most dumb part, well, one of the dumbest parts of, of people's arguments who say these people should be here, so they, they didn't come to this country legally, you know, that makes them criminals. We don't want criminals over here. Now, um, to that point, Dave, and people in our listening audience, now, first let me say this. This is a nonpartisan uh, dressing down of politics. I'm just talking about Republicans and, and Trump's. Views right now. I'm not. I'm not. I'm currently. I'm not Democrat or Republican anymore. I, I don't. I don't believe in any of that process. But 
How many of us in America can say that we've never gotten a traffic ticket, a speeding ticket, any type of moving violation? Probably not many, right? No, I, I've done it all. So if you um, get a ticket for any of those things, you're breaking the law, right? Well, it's a civil law. It's law, though, right? It's a, it's a, it's a law in general, yes. But just think of how many times have you, let's just say a criminal law, mm-hmm. have you had been over the legal limit and drove if drinking alcohol. Right. I know I, I've been over the legal limit a lot. I've just not been caught. Oh, okay, now I see your point. And, um, so either way, it's a crime, right? Yeah, because I feel like you. I, I feel like you're, you're kind of trying to save face for people who may be doing that. But so let's not listen to you. Save face for people who are drinking or driving, or people who oh. just have like moving violations. Oh, I've got tons of them. I mean, when I say tons, like I've got a couple. So let's ask our third host what a definition is. Hey Google, what is a criminal? According to Wikipedia, in ordinary language, a crime is an unlawful act punishable by a state or other authority. Thank you, Google. You're welcome. She's so polite. She is very polite. I, I call her terrible words when she doesn't answer questions sometimes. We're going to have company over she does it. Now, according to what Google just said here, uh, if you commit a criminal act, which means breaking the law, this isn't either your, your county, your city, your state, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I don't think there's anyone in America, unless you're a brand new driver, who hasn't had at least a moving violation. So you know what that means? We're all fucking criminals. We're like fucking Australia, bro. We're all fucking criminals. <laughs> so how dare you indict someone else because they don't ha- commit crimes the same way you do? You think you're be- not you mean the American people. You think you're better than someone else because you, you're, your crimes are different? We're all criminals, bro. I'm a fucking criminal. We're all criminals. Hell yeah. You should see my how rap people, sheet. <laughs> how many people in America have um, watched a bootleg movie, um, a bootleg music album? We all have. So we're all fucking criminals. Oh, speak for yourself, sir. Oh, most of us have. The vast majority. And that's on both sides of the of the uh, aisle. Republican or Democrat. So that's not act all fucking high and mighty over some immigrants who's trying to seek asylum in the quote-unquote best country in the world. So that's how I feel about that. What? Yeah, it's all kayfabe. That's my theory. It's a, it's a Twix theory. You jumped right in. That's a good theory. I can understand that. I'm trying to think of how I should word this, and that, there was there was an uncomfortable pause. <laughs> you can see the waveforms. <laughs> you guys can't see this up there, but I had this weird like I like reached out like twice <laughs> with my hand. Shot, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, know what to say. It, it was it was very awkward, but I I, I tend to be uh, associate myself with the a more liberal um, way of thinking. Right. Um, especially on moral issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I agree with that. Um, the crime theory that you have. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on like the left Twix and right Twix theory? <laughs> oh, about that that theory. Well, I'm not sure that they're all just buddies afterwards. I think there's some true hate in, in some of these people. I feel like the biggest division right now in politics is pro-Trump and anti-Trump, and that's even in the Republican Party. I feel like all the friends, so say, like, for example, 
I started thinking people who were adversarial um, on TV, but but were actually friends, um, in terms of wrestling. At certain times in their careers, in, in real life, Macho Man Randy Savage and Hulk Hogan were, were, were opponents and ha- had beef, which is real. It was just on screen and off. But I feel like now the um, that Trump is doing all the things that people are questioning. It's showing the alliances between some of the Democrats and Republicans who, who go to titty bars after they have these warious debates on Congress and Capitol Hill about the shit. Like, perfect example, the late John McCain and Obama. He wanted Obama to speak at his fucking funeral. And Obama was kind of petty to him like during the campaign, because when he said, you just don't get it, do you, McCain? That lost him the election. That made uh, McCain look like he was incompetent because he's old. And he had Sarah Palin. <laughs> <laughs> it means he's incompetent and his show yeah. like mine wasn't right. You just don't get it, do you, McCain? <laughs> that was that was classic. But then, you know, I'm dying. I want my friend Barack Obama to speak at my funeral. Well, I think in general, I, I mean, they're kind of co-workers, right? So yes. You're working next to these people, and even though I worked with a lot of people I don't agree with necessarily politically, mm-hmm. um, or even how to do a job, it doesn't mean I can't can't be friends with them. I mean, like when when we work with Brian, let's your second host. Is he the second host? I, I I'm the only host that actually gave himself a number. Uh, but back in the day, and back in the first season, we'll say of the show, Randy always went first when we did our um, roll call. Then Brian, then me. So I guess technically he was second. He, he's one of the other two. Well, let's just take Brian for example. Yeah. When when I worked with Brian, we had completely different. Um, ways of doing things. Yeah, um, I wouldn't say either one are bad, but when when we worked, his style of of working was completely different from mine. Right, and and he was very successful. Um, I, I would say uh, more successful than me as, in that particular area of it. But I like how you're just uh, very because nobody knows what we. You are finessing it, but you know what we do. Yeah, right. You no, do a but, great job. No, I'm saying that's you doing a great job. Is so he's he was very successful it. in what he did. Uh-huh. And, not that I was bad at it, I just I didn't have the same skill set as what he did, or right. or I didn't approach it the same way as he did. So I think that's where our politics come in. They can still be buddies, but me and Brian are good buddies outside of work, mm-hmm. and even at work, we we love to hang out and whatever, whatever the case may be. But so I think sometimes that's where you get the where we're gonna go to the titty bar afterwards, right? Right. But, but I think there's some people that hate each other. You don't think so? I don't you think, think so. They just—they're all charming. It's all kayfabe, bro. It's all—it's all for the show. Because to your point, so yeah, we're, we're coworkers, right? And then the people who come into our business to do business with us—they're essentially the American people. So we put on that united front, and then we to fuck them over, just to fuck them over. Just like they put they on that like, fuck yeah, like. The blabber balls are always trying to fuck y'all. <laughs> just, oh, that's an inside joke that you guys won't get. Um, so, to the same point, that's what the, the politicians do to the American people. They act like they're also adversarial. But really, they, they're just people who want to have all the power to have dominion over us, the people. And, it, and, and it's only, it's a, mind, it's a mindset. So like, say, for example, uh, slaves of any kind. You can't enslave a person physically. It's because it's typically more slaves than rulers. You enslave a person mentally. 
So the politicians, in my theory, having saved us mentally, thinking that they're in charge and that they're going to do what's right based on what we want them to do, but they don't give a fuck. They just want to just switch power every eight years. They only care what we think when it comes time to vote, so they can get the power. I don't. I'm, t- I'm going, and you I'm not saying I'm not being extreme. I'm being extreme right now. It doesn't matter who's in power. They're all in power. Yeah, but let's just say a local, a local election. Local is where it kind of makes is not as bad as it is on the in my national opinion. Level. I agree. Yeah, it doesn't matter what Republican, Democrat, Green Party, taxpayer, whatever the Trade fuck party. they have. Uh, they all want the power because they lost power. And when when they get elected, there's the power and the money. Yep. When there's power, there's money, and it's tons of it. Yep. And the higher you go up in politics, the more it is. Yep. Even and, and I'm I'm not quite as uh, um, maybe extreme jaded or extreme as you do. Yeah. I actually feel like most of the time when you get a first time person in politics, especially as you're coming up the ranks, maybe local, state, and then you get into the national. I think honestly, they want to do a good job. Yeah, but I mean, they, but they don't realize the money yet. And then that lust for power, more and more power. But uh, I feel like you can't be in politics to say clean, especially if you're trying to move up. No, there's a certain point where you, you become a little dirty. Yep. Could, you cannot be in politics to say clean. And what, what what point do you think that? you think it's the national level? you think yep. like it's a congressman, yep. a, a senator? Mm-hmm. You think you can stay clean at the state level? Not governor, because we'll talk about that in a minute too. I, I I think if you want to be if you're if you're trying to be like a city councilman, um, a, a, a city on the city council, those things make sense. But if you're trying to basically rule over a certain people, um, and have that executive power like Trump talks about all the time, that's when you start to, the power gets to your head and it starts to corrupt you. People who, who go for those positions are people who, who lust for power, not to help people, but to lust for that power. I like the word lust. Because that's what it is. And the lust for power, I think, to them is more satisfying to vagina or pussy. To, I mean, vagina or dick, depending on their leanings. I lust for vaginas. I do. And female mouths. <laughs> on my penis. On my penis. And scrotums. Plural. And not to say there's anything wrong with anyone who, who has other leanings. I'm going to say what my personal leanings are. I like the idea of talking about governor because yes, we kind of have a. Um, and I know this is a worldwide show, but here in Michigan, Especially Kenya, because you're on. <laughs> we have a uh, uh, we have a pretty big governor's race here in Michigan. We've got two pretty local people. One very local. Very they, local. They're from. He's from our town. Yeah. And of the money of the biggest company in our town, um, Dow Chemical. Yes. Which is now Dow DuPont. Yep. Who, who's in bed, uh, metaphorically, with the um, the bosses, and we all know is Bessie DeVos who, who's on the on yeah. who's doing a, a horrendous so, job as well. Yeah, because we Secretary of, yeah, of Education. We, we absolutely don't care about the education of kids anymore, especially kids who are ankle sexual Protestants. Correct. That are really rich. Yeah. So, anyways, so I'm ready to call somebody out. Call them out. I think Bill Shooty is a bitch. Uh, I I second those. Because uh, he came into our place, place of, business, of business where we work. To conduct business. To conduct business. And this has been a while ago. Mm-hmm. Even before you even have this much power. Mm-hmm. 
He said, do you know who I am? Yes. Do you know who I am? He, he literally said that. His pointer finger yep. at an employee. Mm-hmm. So he's obviously that kind of person who has lust for power. Lust. Yep. And I have... For power and penis. <laughs> Um, I can't confirm that part Um, But I will say this though Uh, There was another instance When he came to do business At our business and I brought up the possibility Of going to um, The city of Saginaw, my hometown um, To do a certain part Of the business and the minute the sack Left my lips he said nope not even an option. And what that did to me, the way he was so adamant against it, I couldn't even get the word. I told me that he does not like Saginaw. And the perception of Saginaw is more culturally diverse than what we'll say Midland is, which isn't true. Saginaw is only like 20% minority, 80% Anglo-Saxon. But 20% is too much. So the, the bare well, mention... It, when you say culturally different, I think you mean... Black. I was trying to put it lightly. Yeah, you're, you're yeah, it's black yeah. because it makes it makes a huge difference for somebody in my sure. opinion, like Bill Shooty. Because mm-hmm. I think there, he didn't care. He'd go to Midland if there's Asians and Japanese people, or you're probably right, or Indians from Asia, from India. Yeah, not Indians, native. Right. If oh, he doesn't like them either, I won't go to Mount Pleasant. Too either. dark. Too dark. <laughs> a little too dark. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll also put it a, a, a little bit more politically correct, but yes. Because that's the perception. That's the perception. It's not fact, but 20% is too many for them. Um, that's two instances, but the biggest one, and this leads into, um, now, if I'm taking over the conversation, you let me know this is a co-show between two of us. But the biggest issue I have with him politically is the fact that yeah, we're gonna pause for just a moment. Well, uh, we're, we're back. We're trying to we're back. <laughs> we're back. We were trying to uh, replay to see what last thing we were talking about was, but we're back. And I think I was saying that. Oh, my biggest problem with uh, Mr. Shooty is this: number one, part one of my biggest problem is. Have you? Is a question for you. Have you seen any of the debates? No, I haven't. Yeah, I have neither because I mean, because I don't give a fuck about politics anymore. However, but I almost guarantee in these debates that haven't brought up the most important issue I feel in the state and not the country, the Flint fucking water crisis has been going on what eighteen years now. Oh, it's forever, and I, well, nobody cares. Nobody fucking cares. It's not a rich area. It's, it's very, very poor. So if Bill Shooty had those comments about Saginaw, could think what he thinks about Flint. Oh, he doesn't give two shits. About two that. fucking shits. And and I don't even know if it's a race thing. It, it's more of a money thing in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, poor. Yeah, because <laughs> it, I mean, Flint is is known to be very racially diverse, which means there's a lot of black people there. But I don't think it is. I, I think there's more I've, white people. In I've Flint. never seen an ankle Saxon in Flint. Really? I'm joking, but I I think Flint's probably like eighty percent black. Well, I mean, I I deliver there every so often for my uh-huh. new job and. Mm-hmm. I'd say 75% of the people are white. Really? Okay. And, and we deliver in a, I mean, I would consider a not great area. Which is um, most of Flint. Which is most of Flint. Sorry, people in Flint. That's only half joking. But is that your fault? Is that your fault, people in Flint? My dad's from Flint. Fuck my dad. My dad is from Flint. But And we did, like, just one place is a Goodwill store. Mm-hmm. In a, in, again, a pretty shitty area of Flint. So, but when when I go in, the customers are, I, I'd say it's seventy five percent white. 
Yeah, but they're probably very, 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 very. Oh, they're very, very poor. Very, very, they very appear poor. to be poor. I, I don't, I don't know their financial situation, but they appear to be poor. Yeah, I mean, unless you're shopping at a Goodwill in a town like like we live in a more quote unquote affluent area, if, if you're shopping at Goodwill, you're you're probably poor. If you're shopping at Goodwill, I'm sorry, out there, but you're probably poor. I've never stepped foot in a Goodwill in my entire thirty years. Yeah, of life. and I'm not saying everybody is necessarily, I am. but <laughs> I mean, I think you can kind of tell by. Did they have that poor people odor? Because there's a certain odor that poor people have, talking, like corn chips and stale clothes. I mean, the, the, yeah, the, the Goodwill smells like that in general. Yeah, I mean that's every Goodwill, right? Mm-hmm. Every Salvation Army, flea market. I mean, uh, yeah. So everything smells like that poor thing, but body odor, corn chips, and stale clothes. You can kind of tell on people who have their shit together and those who don't. Smells like they um. Had to rush downstairs to uh, answer the door for uh, a pizza, and they went to the bottom of their clothes hamper and got <laughs> the only thing they could find it fit. They ran down, and then ran eight laps in it. Yes, that's how it smells. That, that's the exact smell of poor people. <laughs> <laughs> Why do poor people smell? It's not like soaps that's fucking expensive. You can get soap at the Family Dollar and the Dollar Tree. Water and soap's cheap, although it is fucking Flint. They probably don't want to take a shower, so I, yes. they get the benefit of the doubt. But every other town... Yeah, there's no reason to smell like that. Take a fucking shower and use some fucking soap. It, Even if you don't use soap in a shower, you still don't smell bad. At least until the... You know, five hours until your fucking sweat gets on you. But here's the other factor that I forgot in a recipe for poor people smell. A cigarette's probably unfiltered. Correct, correct. It always seems like why does it always seem like the four poorest people always have money to smoke? Right. But we Eight can't, packs we can't, a day. But we can't buy food and bottled water. Bottled, right. Exactly. Okay. So um, They always have pets too. It's like they fucking wet. Always dogs. have fucking stinky ass they have pets. Fourteen fucking dogs in their one bedroom <laughs> studio apartment. In their one smoke. bedroom trailer. Their one room trailer. <laughs> Not single wide. Um, but yeah, okay, so no one has addressed, as far as I know, the Flint water crisis, and what they're going to do is governor to finally fix this shit. Although it's a very complicated problem, I don't give a fucking fuck. Fix it. This is fucking America. You got people in America being treated like they're third, fourth world country citizens. People in Ethiopia have better than people in Flint right now. Yeah, I don't know if I was a fucking immigrant, I wouldn't even want to come here. Yeah, like, ooh, I ain't going to Flint. No. And it's and it's it, we're making jokes about this, but it is really fucking sickening. It is. It, it, it's in two thousand fucking eighteen, American citizens have to worry about having, and not just like a week at your water and bad, but for years. And this was this is not a a, a local house to house problem. It's not the lines from right, right. It's not a line from the house to the road where oh, your citizens are responsible for this. This is the main fucking water, water line. <laughs> this is fucking. This might be the worst thing that's happened in America in a very long time in terms of the time frame that's happening. And this is modern fucking... This isn't the dark ages when people would uh, drink water in the lake that people shit in and get fucking gangrene and die and shit. This is 2018. Well, it's not even fucking 1900 with the wooden aquifer. Right, right, we right. Should, That is history you just need to speak there. I'm trying to think of something that happened historically. I can't think of any actually. We, sh- we should be able... The money should be there for infrastructure at, yes. least, at a minimum. 
at a minimum for the infrastructure for this. And I know it takes time, but I don't think they've even worked on it at all. Because they don't give a fucking fuck. And then people called Bill Shooty, allegedly, I'm not sure how true this is, but in terms of what I have seen, people called Bill Shooty before this really popped off in the media and said, look, you gotta look into this shit. And he just fucking ignored the fucking call. So he only came out in front of it when Schneider... Uh, was the scapegoat. I don't think it was all his fault. He inherited that problem. So so he can look good in front of the people. When Snyder got fucking uh, caught, I was like, I can't believe this is happening. But he knew about that shit beforehand. He's a fucking dirty politician. He dirty. didn't give a fuck. Dirty. And it's fucking sickening. I, I'm not sure what the other person thinks about it, but no one's spoken about it. And it's fucking infuriates me. Like, there was a group that protested at his house here in town. But that wasn't about that. It was some other fucking uh, corruption he had. There's more it? corruption. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of corruption that money has quieted. Mm-hmm. Yep. Money from the Dell family. Yep. And, and he's, he's going to win, a silver spoon in his mouth. A gold, a platinum spoon. A platinum spoon. And, and I guarantee gold, you, unfortunately, silver. this is election day that this is coming up, or maybe the day before, but I guarantee he's on the fucking one. He, 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 I feel like he's also a Trumpian, too. Is that Trump cabinet? You you want to know how what I feel about that? Okay. I feel like he didn't like Trump until he's elected. Of course not. Yeah, like all the rest of those fuckers. Yeah. Oh no, we don't like him because we don't think he's got a shot to win. Then he fucking wins. Oh no, all of a sudden I like you. He's draining the swamp, but he's not draining the swamp in the sack. You caught the Flint water system. <laughs> not draining that fucking swamp. Yeah, um, that, yeah, that should be more of a fucking state issue. This should be a national issue. It should be a fucking national issue, bro. That's why I'm not doing any fucking charity. I'm not doing fucking uh, feed the children. I'm not doing fucking, like, when you walk to the studio today, outside, in, in the first door it says, and, uh, for the month of November, we're taking collections for canned goods for unfortunate families. Fuck that. Take all them fucking canned goods, trade that shit in for some fucking water for Flint. I'm not doing no fucking charity right now, bro. All charities should be suspended, take all that fucking energy, and put into the fucking water crisis. Yeah, and I understand there's charity, but there's other ways to get charity in, in this town. We have more important things to worry about right now than our fucking neighbors who are like an hour away from us don't have fucking clean water for years. We took all the fucking charity campaign finance shit, put all that money into this problem, because money fixes problems. We all know that. Put money all that fucking money to that fucking problem so we have American citizens treated like fucking Americans. They don't have to drink water with lead in it. Right. <laughs> I mean, we're talking lead. I saw a, I, I saw a sign in Saginaw that was talking about the danger of lead paint. I'm like, what? This is 1970. Who has, who has a house that has lead paint? Well, probably some in Saginaw. <laughs> that's, uh, that's probably true, unfortunately. In, in Flint? In a lot of Flint. Just to be honest, I'm not gonna lie. Talk to me. I'm not gonna lie. We, my wife and I, flew out of Flint Airport mm -hmm. um, just a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. We stopped at Red Robin mm -hmm. on Miller Road. It has to be Miller. Everything in Flint is on, on Miller Road in yeah. Flint, which is a decent area. It's very commercial. Yeah, it's yeah. a nice area. I mean, yeah, that's the only good part of Flint that I feel. So we stopped there. My wife said she's gonna order water. <laughs> <laughs> she ended up ordering the water. I said, she goes, I don't think I should do this. I'm not going to drink this. <laughs> yeah. I said, well, I'm pretty sure Red Robin has a filter. Yeah, and then some of the restaurants get the water from, like, fucking... From Detroit. Detroit, I believe. Yeah, yeah. so some, some of the... But that's, like, one or two glasses of water, and she was concerned. I don't blame her. I wasn't concerned about the gold barley pop beer I had. Right. Because, yeah, and then there's water in everything, which is a fucked up part about the crisis, too. Water is literally made in everything. 
our plants for food. You gotta order it. That's order. Um, you're making bread. Every kind of ingredient for every recipe, it has some form of water in it. Correct, especially when you're a restaurant. I mean, you're you're making you're making things all day long with water. Yes. And, you know, they're not they're not buying bottled water and from all the restaurants in Flint. Now, Red Robin is a big company, so I'm sure that they probably have a filter or find their water somewhere. But the mom and pop shop doesn't. Yeah, and weren't they saying that like the filters work wasn't working and they're helping it because it's so fucked up? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Something I don't. like that. They were saying like if you can't even boil it anymore, and it's still fucked up. Yeah, I can't. I can't speak for that. But it's fucked. Either way, do you think the fucking restaurants and the mom and pop shops are boiling water and then cooling it back down? Oh my god. No fuck. No, I mean I wouldn't do it. No. It's, we're making jokes, we're making light of it, but that's making that's laughing, stop from crying. This is fucking ridiculous, bro. This is like saddening because there's children, and I don't give a fuck about kids. I'm just putting that shit out there. I don't give a fuck about kids, but I don't want any personally. But the fact that there are children out there who are innocent, who haven't done anything, who have to live like that, and that's that's gonna be their childhood, so that's gonna be their memory. And they have memories as if there are great great grandparents. Water was a commodity at the boil and shit. Why have our children in America have to suffer like that? If you are a politician and give a fuck about the people of your of your state you're trying to govern, do something about that. And I don't think they said anything about it. And they're fucking sick. No, no, and I, I think we're talking for either one of them. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah. We just know we're kind of Putting the the shit on Bill Shooty because he's he's been in a position to change this already. Yep, because the other person isn't there like a I believe a woman yeah I believe she has not been in politics or at least not at that level. Yeah, she's been at a local level and she's not near Flint. So she, she's probably of the two. She's definitely the cleanest. By I mean anyone standing next to Bill, Bill Shooty is going to be a cleaner person. Well, he's a career politician. Yep. And a career politician is the absolute worst. A career politician that never had to work beforehand either. Right. That feels entitled, entitled, entitled to rule. It's my, it's our, my destiny as a white man to rule this goddamn nation. <laughs> We're a conqueror. Look at Napoleon. Look at Christopher Columbus. That's me, baby. I'm white. Christopher Columbus, who has a fucking holiday after him, he never even stepped foot on the in the United States. Oh, that shit's fucked. We need up, to change that fucking holiday too. Oh, this shit is so fucked up. How does he get a fucking holiday? I mean, he's a thief. Did we not just fucking realize that he never stepped foot on the United in the United States? Like, was is this something that just happened? I mean, you know why? Although Politics. when when I was a kid. He discovered America. Yeah. That was that was a big thing. I don't know what you were taught in your school. Uh, I, I was taught that as well. But uh, however, because I went to a black school, like they did point out that he did have a, a, a myriad and litany of slaves. So then that pisses all off. Wait a minute, how are we celebrate this motherfucker had slaves? Uh, let's not talk about that. So yeah, it's all fucked up, bro. It's all broken. That's why I'm not voting. That's why I encourage us all, especially on, on the. Uh, National level to not vote. To as now taking an educated opinion and not voting is being an idiot. I don't believe in voting. Two different things. I'm taking an educated stance to say it doesn't matter. It's all kayfabe and, and I'm not voting. Now, will you go vote just on the proposals? See, in Michigan here, we, we got weed might be legal. <sighs> That's where I am a. I'm I lean towards the conservative. Conservative of you. I, I I don't want to legalize weed. You don't want legal weed. Nope. 
I think that drinking age she should be twenty five. That's how conservative I am on that shit. I am very liberal here. I feel that we should be legalized. And when I say I'm liberal, I've never smoked weed in my life. Yeah, I think that you and I, and I think I think I I speak for you as well. We might be the only people I know who, who have never tried any drug. No, I've never tried an illegal drug. I, I drink alcohol. Yeah, I, I, I drink. Um, I took one puff of a black and mild, but that was it. One puff. One puff, and they was like, what the fuck is this shit? It's yeah, trash. I tried chew once, and I like, I thought I was going to puke. I, and I <laughs> ate it, and it like tasted weird. It's like, I don't, I'm really yeah. bad at this shit, so I, I'm not going to do this anymore. We're but, probably the only people that I know, besides maybe my brother, Who've never tried any drug of any kind. Yeah. So and I never will. But I think we should be legal, and I'm going to tell you why. Talk to me. I don't think it's any worse than any other fucking than the things that are legal: cigarettes, alcohol. Right. Number one. And number two, you can fucking tax it. Mm-hmm. Now you, it's it's illegal. People are in jail for it. Mm-hmm. And that's the government's point. gaining no money. It's actually costing the taxpayers money. That's a good point. You've got people now are criminals from selling and buying it and using it. When there that are aren't really things out there, then in my opinion, doing. aren't really criminals. It should be a criminal act. So you make it legal, fuck, get some revenue out of it. Because I don't think anybody is going to start smoking weed, or is a very very small percentage yeah. of people that aren't smoking weed now that are going to start just because it's legal. Mm-hmm. I don't smoke it. I'm not going to start. If it becomes legal on next Tuesday, mm-hmm. I'm not going to start smoking it. I'm not going to start taking pot brownies. Right. Are you? No. Okay. No. I don't like anything that kind of alters my mind. Uh, that's why I don't like drink that much either. Because um, well, you're a very light drinker. Yeah. As soon as I hit my little tunchy little lit level, I'm done. Because I, I like being in control. I'm a control freak when it comes to me. I, I don't like to, to control others. I like being in control control of myself now to your first point that's my reason to why the other things should be as illegal as weed is in terms of uh they, they, it's not any bad it, it isn't but i think that liquor should be uh you, people are mature enough at, at 18 to smoke cigarettes and i don't think the people are mature enough at 21 to uh drink and i don't think that people are mature enough um this is kind of a tangent but how old do you have to be to smoke weed based on this law that this law is going to be 21. 21, same as liquor. Yeah, I can see that. But um, what I like is the politicians that are against it just say, well, it's going to get in the hands of kids. Uh, like, how the, is this getting in the hands of kids any more than it is now? Right. It's not. And, and that's why the age is 21, not 14. I would have to imagine. When I was in high school, weed was easier to get than alcohol. Yeah. Yep. That's a fact. Way fucking easier. Well, that's because you got it from a drug dealer versus a store. Yeah, there's no That's drug dealers. There's no, yeah, nobody was. The only way you got alcohol is if you found somebody to buy it for you. Right, which is very difficult because uh, or somebody stole it or broke your parents. There was a couple wine seller. There were some times when somebody that was eighteen because you could sell alcohol at eighteen. Right, they had a job at a place of business, and then they sold to their buddies. Yep, but that was the only way. But mm-hmm. like we just. You gotta know a guy knows a guy. There's always somebody that knew somebody mm-hmm. to get it. Yeah. And I think in our town, cocaine was easy in high school to get. It's a lot of fucking kids in cocaine. Yeah, dude. Uh, me coming from Saginaw and going to a 
predominantly black school. Weed was pretty prevalent, but that's it. Uh, if you did anything besides weed, you were a, a fucking leper. Like people did cocaine and like smoke crack and shit. They were lepers, bro. Nobody talked to them. Was there a lot of crack? No, okay. people sold crack, but they, was, but they were laughing. People bought crack. Yeah, there's no crack in my high school, but the fucking cocaine. I mean, there. No cocaine. Bit. But again, it, I'm from a fluent town. Yep. And there's no heroin. There were no pills back. I mean, but back in those days. Yeah, heroin and pills weren't big. Yeah. Now, I think heroin's huge here in yep. this town. Yeah, it's, people have heroin overdoses in here all the time, bro. Yeah, it's it's not even funny. Yeah. But, um, now, at the end of the day, I don't care about weed being illegalized. I hate the way the weed smells on people's clothes. Probably worse. Probably worse than cigarette smoke, honestly. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't smell real good. And then I hate the way that they people look when they're high, and they're just kind of annoying. But people aren't as, as okay. So to you, who's more annoying, a drunk person or a person high for weed? Because they're both annoying to me. Well, it depends on the person, but I think at the highest level of annoying, a drunk person. Usually, somebody that's high that you know. They don't keep up with the same bullshit, and they're not angry typically. They aren't angry, but like they're they're an opposite. Like they're they're too fucking jovial. They're me. kind of like reminiscing. They're like, remember, man, yeah. when we were kids. It's like I, I don't fucking know. But a lot of times, drunks get combative. Mm -hmm. and then they, and then they want to argue about politics when they're drunk. Yep. And you arguing with a drunk person is stupid. It is dumb as fuck. Because you're never gonna win. Mm -hmm. And you, you're never going to win when you're arguing about politics either, but... Nobody wins um, when the family feuds. That's not tidying anything. Um, so what are some of the other proposals on, on our ballot? Um, one is to get rid of gerrymandering. <laughs> when they say get rid of it, they're going to create... Gerrymandering is... Um, these damn fucking politicians, they get in and they redraw the district lines so um, they can get more of their party yep, in. Yep, yep, so, and it goes both ways, Democrat, Republican. Yep. So the one of the proposals is that there would be a, um, a group of people, um, a committee of sorts, like a couple registered Democrats, a couple registered Republicans, and then nonpartisan people to draw these districts up um, as opposed to having a politician do it. So how often does this gerrymandering happen? Um, I I don't know. I think every ten years during mm -hmm. the sentence the census. Okay, that, don't quote sense. me. Don't quote me on that. It makes sense though. Yeah, it makes sense. The uh, census the census bureau is paying like eighteen bucks an hour. That's not bad. That's not bad. You know, I applied for that ten years ago. I applied for it a couple weeks ago, and I got. Nothing bad. Yeah, I didn't get anything back to It's like, I don't even know if I want to go door-to-door -door and see. When I applied for, would not be door-to-door. -door, I would be in the office. Oh, good for you. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't hear anything back yet. It's been weeks, so I'm sure I'm not. Were you going to do it as a second gig? No, I was going to do that as my primary gig. <laughs> what are you going to do after it's done? It's only a fucking... Cross that bridge when I get there, bro. <laughs> Cross that bridge when I get there. <laughs> And I don't remember the last one. I'd have to look it up. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that term now that you've explained it. Yeah, but I, I hadn't thought about it that much. Um, oh, the third one is uh, um, about voting, um, voting registration. You can register to vote when you get your license, or they automatically register you, get you registered to vote. Doesn't that happen now? 
No, no, you have to actually do something else. Now it would be automatic if this goes through. And then you could register to vote the same day as an election day or something. Yeah, so, so I, that's a good one for, for people who do still believe in politics. Yeah, because, um, and I don't really care on that. That seems like if you want to fucking vote, go, go down and do what you got to fucking do. No, but it does make it easier for, yes. especially, you know, so, uh, maybe a busy, busy working mom, single mom. Mm-hmm. Um, have you heard about that uh, voter? Also, oh, we're for a uh, voter suppression is still going on. Oh, where they're stopping the, black people from voting when they're bullying them. Mm-hmm. You're also, in the wrong district. You're in this. You're, you can't vote, blackie. I also heard that a lot of people were unregistered in Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Like 500,000 people yep. like in Atlanta. Probably all minority, because Atlanta, Georgia is probably the black capital of the country. There's like, yeah, there's I like, mean, and I would have to imagine it was also a non- the homosexual capital. It, I'd have to say it was a non-affluent area, probably. Yeah. I mean, even in an in, affluent, in, 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 even in an affluent, that's a hard sense to say, even in an affluent you know what I'm trying to say, a people audience. Uh, that uh, voter suppression can still happen because no one really knows all the laws and how all that shit works. And then people, because people are the gatekeepers of that information, like say how credit works in America, how income tax works. The people are gatekeepers for that information and they're not widely disseminated to us. Well, I have to find out where I have to go vote. Exactly. If I decide to vote, I which think I think it's the I same vote. place I voted for the president. Well, yeah, but they closed where I went. The Did school they? closed. We we go to schools school in this too. town. Yeah. So. I don't fucking know. I might just go school to school. (laughs) Voter suppression, bro. Well, and it it changes every few years. Like I went to, I had to go to church one year and then next thing you know, I'm back in the school. You're right. I think they make it difficult for people. They do. Um, and then they keep it in the nodes for the people or segments of the population that they want to get the vote out for and make it easy for them to know, hey, it's one to uh, send you a personal letter. It's, hey, this is Bill Shooting. Send you a personal letter. Let's know that your vote location is this place. As, as long as you vote for me. As long as you vote for don't me. For, don't forget to check Bill Shooting on duty. We got to we gotta make America great again. Meaning, in parentheses, uh, no blacks, minorities, or women. And that's one thing that he ran on that, and people loved it, especially you know, Billy's. Yeah. <laughs> but I was a, a little offended. It's like, when did America? We should become, all be yes. When was it not great? Exactly. America wasn't great it when was, it gave women and blacks rights. Yeah, it's That's when, what they mean. It's when the black guy was in charge. Mm-hmm. It wasn't great. That's exactly because it's, it's all coded information for a certain segment of the population that Trump knew he can get. Oh um, yeah, I mean, and all the hillbillies hated Obama. Yep. Only because he was uh, a who, member of the African American who basically lived a, a, a is clean of a life as, in my opinion, publicly as, it was, as, as clean of a life as you can in in a position of that power. Yes, and, and, and there was no scandal. He, right? He's the only president in our lifetime. Well, did Bush one have any scandals? Bush had scandals. Besides, he did coke. Bush one. Oh no, no. Bush Jr. did coke when he was a kid. Bush Jr. had some scandals with uh. Uh, Katrina, how he handled that? Yeah, it wasn't real good. And like he, and him being dumb, he had a scandal. Yeah, but Obama Bush. was the only person. No, his only scandal was uh the 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 Arthur. Oh no, was it Birther scandal was Trump? I don't think he was born in America. Yeah, but she had a birth certificate, so right. it's like I. 
That was only scandal. I, I can't recall. And it wasn't even it was his scandal. scandal. It was just something made up. Mm-hmm. 100% fiction. Yeah, science fiction. Bush Sr. had a little... They had some to-dos with... Contra? The oil and... Yeah, 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 yeah you're uh, right. You're right. He's chums with the oil guys over there, which I'm not saying there was a scandal, but there are some was, shady dealings, yeah. in my opinion. But Obama, despite what people think about him and what he actually did in office... Office, but in terms of scandals, he probably the cleanest president we had in, in our lifetime, at least. Yeah, as as much as, and he was there for eight years. Well, not our lifetime, my lifetime. Could you could, could you were alive during Reagan? Reagan and Jimmy Carter. Carter's pretty clean, but Reagan is probably one of the worst presidents in history. <laughs> he sold arms to Iran. And then <laughs> this is not a conspiracy. These are facts. There's tapes to prove it. He he was a big drug pusher. He could put he brought all those drugs to the Americans, and, and he he aided the um the cartels to fight their wars over there by letting the drugs come in here. And he, he he said, I'm not sure if you heard this before. It's not a conspiracy, people. This is fact. You can look it up on the Googles. He said he does not mind if the drugs come to America as long as they stay in the black neighborhoods. That's a fact. And then his wife. The first ladies always have uh, something. A little, yeah, their their scam or whatever they do. Yeah. Um, Michelle Obama's was making lunch food, mm-hmm. healthy, whatever. But it was the war on drugs. If you remember Nancy yep. Reagan, yep. she had the war on drugs, but her husband was just the opposite. Yeah. Okay, you can bring it. fake, bro. It's all fake. Um, which, yeah. Well, remember. Um, we're just speaking the last one we did the the Boys in the Hood parody. <laughs> the Boys in the Hood he says that same thing. Where do you think all the liquor stores are out there in the black neighborhood? Yeah. Look at it. I mean well they, besides, hey, there's a lot of liquor stores here. Well, there's a lot of liquor stores here, but there's a lot. Well, they're trying to get get us all hopped <laughs> up on booze. Yep. You think there's a lot of liquor stores? Yeah. There's they, a lot they bro. keep popping up. Because there's the one is right down the street that has the newer owners. There's the one that's kind of by down by Eastland Plaza. I think on both sides. And then there's there's one right over by my house. There's now. like three on Eastland. Yeah, there, there's a lot of liquor stores here in Midland now. And this not neighborhood's city. going to shit. Yep. And there's more blacks walking around too. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, so I guess our last issue that we're talking about on this, uh, you can't say that on election day show, is, um, and, and this is, again, us winging it. Um, isn't it ironic that on one of the first episodes of this impromptu podcast that, that, that we've created, what was, was one of my favorites on the network, we were talking about um, the NFL and all that shit, and a year later, we're in the same spot. Oh, it hasn't really changed. No. No one is still listening to the actual issue that um, the people were kneeling about, or even considering the fact that uh, when Colin Kaepernick they decided to do something, he asked actual veterans what's a respectful thing to do, and they said, do this. No one listens to those parts of the argument at all. They said, they're on American. They should find all those football players. No one's even considering, like, hmm, maybe we should ask these guys why they're kneeling and listen to them and figure out why they're so upset about America. Hmm. Well, they don't want to because they don't. They don't want to. That's too big of a problem to solve. Right. It's just easier if you say you're that's disrespectful. Stand up. Yep. Because it, you can't solve. I don't think that's that's an issue you can solve easily, or or if all in this country. I, I'm not. I'm not real sure. No, that's a good point. I mean, or it might take years and years and years. I mean, so 
I think that's a the big problem. But then Colin Kaepernick is uh, speaking football wise is a a nice quarterback, maybe a backup quarterback in the league. Yeah, and he's been he's been blacklisted. I mean, he can't get a job. Mm-hmm. So uh, we call it collusion or whatever you want to call it. He can't get a job. And is it because the owners don't want to put up with the fucking bullshit and the media attention? I don't know. It, honestly, or is it because of this issue? I mean, I, because I look at it, the guy's better than a lot of other people playing quarterback out there. And it, it's upsetting to me because I'd like to see him play, even though I'm not a huge fan of him, whatever. I don't really care one way or the other. But I see fucking Yahoo's out there that can't throw mm-hmm. the ball. They can't, can't do nothing. And this guy's sitting at home. Well, this is not whoever the best players are, apparently. Now, that actually, now, uh, it should be noted here. If people are listening to this episode, they probably know that uh, I historically don't watch sports and give a fuck about sports. But um, for, to my understanding, that, that brings forth a good point. A lot of people are saying that this it was Calvin Kaepernick being being an opportunist because his football career was not going the way he wanted it to go, so he wanted to get some he wanted to garner, garner some attention by doing something very controversial. Same thing that they're saying that Amy Schumer's doing now when she's being all pro black and all this shit, and um the other chick, Chelsea Handler. Both of their both of their careers, like college, were kind of waning. And I'm like, you know what? Black lives do matter. We need to send it for our black brothers and sisters. I'm not doing any Super Bowl commercials. I don't think anyone's asking Amy Schumer to do a Super Bowl commercial anyway. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. so. Although her her career wasn't in the toilet as much as Chelsea Handler. Chelsea, yes. In 2007, <laughs> though, she was hot. She, she was 2018, hot. She ain't shit. <laughs> Have you seen her too? Like she looks like she's fucking sixty years old. I think she's forty. She was always whore hot back in like two, ten years ago. Now she's like, yeah, but all well, yeah, she hot. was she was whore hot then because you're like, I could, I think when she talked about fucking, I think it, it wasn't a joke. I think she yeah. really fucked everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, now she just likes fucking looks old like a fucking forty year old whore would, like an eighty year old whore. And then also. I don't want to hear her trying to uh, uplift black women and black people when she was very condescending and racist to her, like her little vertically challenged sidekick. Because that was not just, he was not in on that fucking joke. She was, ter- she was terrible, that that man. Just like, <laughs> just like fucking Jimmy Kimmel is a uh, Guillermo. That's just not, that's not funny to me. He's making fun of Guillermo because of his race and, and his intelligence. That's not fucking funny to me. Yeah, yeah, that guy was thinking he was actually doing a real thing, but it was <laughs> just because he was. Yeah, he was, it was. Was he a midget or a dwarf or a little person? I yeah, mean, I guess I don't really know. I just said I, I'm not sure either, so I said vertically challenged. That's one thing I come together wouldn't be that vertically challenged. <laughs> Whatever it was, yeah, he wasn't. He was not joke. in. A, he was a joke. <laughs> yeah, and it was about his height and also about like his his his, his ethnicity. So yeah. it's not she acting like she's so fucking. Pro- Pro everybody's trying to be because her career her career is waning. So she's figuring if I get the black people to come to my show, because the black dollar, like any other racist dollar, is pretty valuable. So if the white dollar is sinking, I get the black dollar. Like Colin Kaepernick, um, I've heard theories that say that because his career was kind of waning, he he he's kind of like that. Who's that guy who who's like like the first round? A draft pick that kept hanging out with like rappers and rock stars, and like he kept doing drugs and missing games and shit. Like white guy, Tommy Rosell or some shit. Oh, about the same um, time as Colin. Yeah, that was uh, Johnny Manziel. Yes, out yes. Of Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. And he, what he's supposed to be like next big thing, and like he, he's out oh, of the league, he was, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Crash he lasted like terrible. two years or something. Yeah, <laughs> crash and He was really good in college. Yeah. And from what I hear, he could have been good in high school too, but he got too famous and he started hanging out all the time, partying, well, drinking and shit. Yeah, yeah. And I think what happens, you know, especially in professional sports, you can make it. If you're really good, you can just make it on pure talent. Mm-hmm. At one level, you move up the next level. Well, then everybody's really fucking right. Good, good point. Was, I mean, I remember going from you know you go from little league to um, pony league baseball to high school baseball. It's like all of a sudden, yeah, everybody kind of catches up. You yeah. might be dominant, best kid on your team in in little league, and all of a sudden you're one of three three best right. at the next level, and then you're one of the six seven best in yep. high school. It all depends on... And then, even if you go to college, you know, now you're just an average player. Yep. It all depends on, essentially, like, the pond that you're in. If you're in a bigger pond, or, like, a, a lake or river, your talent is going to be uh, gauged differently. But, but so, it's, it's not true that his, his biggest problem was himself and, like, his partying ways. Well, yeah, I don't... I think he could just get by before in college. He just... I don't have to work hard. Mm-hmm. And he just went out and was great. No, you get to the next level. Now you better work hard. Because mm-hmm. everybody else has got the same talent plus working hard. Yep. And and can get the games on time and get the practice on time and all that shit. Yeah. Um, so I heard that Colin was kind of the same way to where his uh, hoker wasn't kind of being what he thought it would be. So he decided if he did that, he would be able to kind of save face and at least have some type of name out there and get other endorsement deals from which he did. Like a, right. from Nike. So they're saying that maybe that was his plan from the beginning. But the thing with me is, even if it even if it isn't the most authentic, if it still gets the word out there and kind of helps, which he really isn't helping for No, it. I don't think it helped. I think it hurt. Yeah. Just to be it honest. It hurt proper germs. Well, it, <laughs> nothing was solved, I don't think. No, at all. It, it made us more divided. Yeah, nothing was solved. And then, and I hate to say it, but I, I mean, there's so many fucking uneducated, I'm going to call them rednecks, which is a, a bad thing to say, but uh, they just don't understand. They, they're just like, well, he doesn't look like me, so fuck him. Exactly. But Dave, remember, there's good people on both sides. Like Trump said about that, uh, that uh, riot in um fucking down south somewhere, where where it was the Ku Klux Klan had a, like a, a a rally, and then other people were part of the Klan who were protesting against them, and then when people died and shit during the fucking, it was like maybe last year or so, and then when Trump was talking on TV, he said, look. There's good people on both sides. One side was a Ku Klux Klan, and he fixed his mouth so there's good people on both sides. It's I know, that's that's the biggest problem. I think in the last two years, our countries went back 20. 20? In the 80s, was kind of good for people, man. All right, maybe 40. Until Reagan came in office, yes. Uh, I would say, yeah, we're, we're back in like the 50s now. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's getting bad. It's bad. I, there's people I honestly, there's people I didn't even realize were racist that I know. Yeah. That I have found out are racist. Dude, that that brings forth a good point. You don't really know if someone is racist if you're only around them when you're around people that look like you. But when you see them, how they interact with people from a different culture, that's how you know if they're racist or not. Well, it, it is tough to uh, one person, and I'm not going to name this person, but do I know? No, no, you you don't. But it's like. If if you are around this person, mm-hmm. and by the way, Evan is black. Yep, that's right. So if you're around this person, black on both sides, he he would he would treat you like he would treat you like he'd treat anybody. Mm-hmm. But, Second, I walk away. 
No, no, not okay. even walk away. But he's got the stereotype that black people are just criminals and poor and just want to live off um, welfare, welfare and things like that. Mm-hmm. Which is totally odd, but if, if he meets somebody one-on-one, but to me that's still racist. It is, absolutely. It's not the same racist as what a Ku Klux Klan member might be, but to me that's still racist. And I, I had no clue he was racist until Donald Trump was president, mm-hmm. or running for president. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. It's like, I, I'm disappointed. Yeah, I mean, it happens a fucking lot. I mean, I'm lucky because I honestly, if I'm being completely honest, uh, at this current time in my life, I have more friends I talk to on a daily basis who are Anglo-Saxon versus black people, and that's because of where I work and who I'm around, and and also with some of my pop culture leanings are. But yeah, and then I feel like I'm kind of honored to know so many uh, people of the Anglo-Saxon community who are, I don't feel a racist bone in their body. There's some of our, our friends are friends we share, yeah, that yeah. they can tell they have some racist tendencies. <laughs> but there's other people, like, uh, I, I don't want to go down the list of everyone, like, uh, for example, I'll say you and, and Randy, I know 100% it's not a racist bone in your body. I'm not going to say everyone on network, I'm not saying anyone network is, I'm just saying, I don't want to go through everyone I know. But I'm just, the, the, the two examples that pop up in my head right away. You and Randy ha- don't have a racist bone in your body towards anyone. We make jokes like we, I make jokes too, but there isn't outside of comedy, there isn't a racist bone in your body. I I don't feel like there is. But. And you're, you're kind of baffled when someone is racist. Like me, I'm like, I'm not surprised that somebody's racist. No, I am. I, <laughs> you're well, especially, well, especially I give that example, especially somebody I've known for, mm-hmm. uh, you know, 15 to 20 years. Mm-hmm. And you just, it never comes up. You, you don't talk about these things. And then all of a sudden you've got somebody running or this president. And all of a sudden he's popped something into this guy's mind that brought this stuff up. He's gonna get rid of all those immigrants. But yeah, it's just so odd too. It's just, I, and you're right. I, I was baffled. I'm like, I would have never known that, and because I've seen him around minorities, mm-hmm. and there's nothing. I mean, there's you're like an asset said. to your race, you're not like the other ones. <laughs> That's mentality, man. Um, <laughs> you're an asset. To your <laughs> It's fucking crazy, man. It's fucking crazy. Okay, so uh, hopefully that gives you guys something to think about when it's current political season. I say don't vote at all because it doesn't matter. And besides, like Dave was saying, in the local shit, that's important to you. If it's talking about road, uh, talking about construction, things like that, that does matter to you. And that your vote does count there. I'm talking mainly on the national level when they're just all friends. So we want to be in power, make it seem like we're powerless. But um, Or you can write me in. Yeah, you can write us in. Evan Darius Jones the first and David Charles Charles DeFort the first. You write me in. Maybe I get enough votes. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna vote right you in. I, I'll take it. I'll t- I want the power now. What the cable I want TV? The power. What the cable TV? We got Bill Shooty. We got the other person. Then at one at point zero 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 one percent, we got David Duport. I lust for the power. <laughs> no one man should have all that power. What would I do if I became governor? Let's just say I got enough votes. That sounds like an Eddie Murphy movie. <laughs> <laughs> the distinguished gentleman. Yes. That should be our next screenplay. We're changing character name, but basically, would be if you became <laughs> governor. Well, yeah, we don't. I don't have a governor's name. It would have to be a better. Name. I think. I think it is. But ironically, like remember back when we first met, because I, I, back when I, back when Dave and I first met, it, the 
at our place of employment at the time. Um, every time me and Dave would go out, everybody knew knew this motherfucker. Like, like you're the fucking mayor. <laughs> you're the fucking mayor. So you're, you're, you're already mayor. Like, you might as well be the governor. It's because I drink a lot. And this is a drinking town, as you said, with all the fucking liquor stores. And I don't drink at home. So this I, I drink out and about. Yeah, because you're at least a social drinker. Now, this is my racist joke for tonight. Um, in my observations of my twenty, in my thirty-two years, I've noticed that I feel like Anglo-Saxons drink a lot more than uh, African Americans. And and my question to you, if you know, is that to suppress your white guilt? <laughs> <laughs> That is a good joke. Oh, there's white guilt. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, no, I I do. That that's a good uh, um, observation. Observation. I I'm not sure how many how many black people you've really been around like as much as me. But you know, no, I'm a, I'm around you more than pretty much any other black person. Like I said, I lived and grew up in Midland, so I had there's five. Yeah. Or six mm-hmm. black people in my school, maybe ten. Yeah, and there's probably seven to nine hundred kids. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and let's just say twenty. But I mean, twenty kids in the whole high school. So, no, I w- I did not have an opportunity to become close friends. It just just so so be it. I wasn't close friends with really. Anyway, yeah. yeah. But out of seven hundred people, like. You had gone on your way. And say, hey, black guy, I'm gonna be your friend because you're different, which isn't natural. But so yeah, so I, I think I have a a large uh, sample. But in my experience, uh, my Anglo-Saxon friends drink a lot more than my black friends in my entire thirty years of life. Well, just between me and Brian, we've we've got it made. I mean, even I mean everybody. Um, the person she who 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 shouts be named. From the person who's banned from the show, forever. She was also a big drinker. She was a very big drinker, and her her friend was also a big drinker. It starts with a K. Yeah, yeah. She she drank an awful lot too. The only uh, person who's part of the network, at least, who isn't a big drinker besides Randy Westford, other reason is Chad. No, I think he had his time though. Yeah, yeah. I think he's calm now. Yeah, I think he just kind of got tired of it. Mm-hmm. See, I never really had a time where I was like had benders. Yeah, I've never been. A, I would only drink like in my bar days when I was uh, in college. So I, I would stop being shy and like approach women. Yes, that that's what I drink the most. I've seen you like when I first met you. We went to uh, a bars. local bar bar called Seven or Two, mm-hmm. and that's probably the most I ever seen you drink. Yeah, because I was trying to get women. It worked. It did work. It did work. <laughs> there was some some success there for you. <laughs> Not necessarily the success you might want, but those were wild times, bro. <laughs> those were fucking wild times. There's been a lot of shit happening in the 702 parking lot. So yeah. take that, Bill Shooty. Yeah. You're take the, that. Stop that shit, Bill. Stop you from getting beaches in your, your local bars, parking lots. Next thing you know, fucking Bill Shoes gonna watch this. 702 be shut the fuck yep. down. And, and it won't be governor. assassinated. <laughs> we might be. And by. I, I'm pretty sure I called him gay too. You definitely did. <laughs> yeah. By the police officers, and nothing's gonna happen to him. Paid leave. <laughs> Which is a paid leave. You don't have to work. <laughs> You're a hero. 
Yeah, I'll be I'll be pulled over. Sir, are you black? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm white. Are you some one of those mulattoes? Yeah, it looks like you're black, sir. Put your hands on the wheel. Oh my god, he has a gun! <laughs> I had to shoot him 75 <laughs> times reload. He kept moving. <laughs> Funny but true. Um, all right, so we will go ahead and get out of here. So before you vote out there, folks, think wisely. Is there anything else you want to say? No, no, I I don't really care if people vote. Yeah, this is America, goddamn it. We have the right to not vote. Um, yeah, and I'm offended when people say, "Oh, you can't bitch if you don't vote," or "It's your duty to vote." Fuck, like, fuck that. you. It, fuck if you want to vote, vote. If you don't want to, it's my god given. It's my god given American right to not vote. And they I still complain. You can bitch either way. I don't care. Exactly. It's America. Yep. America. Actually, in another four years, we might not be able to bitch. What do you mean? We're, we're a communist country now, basically. Oh. He's in bed with the commies. Trump is in bed with the commies. That's probably true. Yeah. It's true. Look it up. Go, do your Googles. Look it up. It's true. It's a fact. We had nothing but Look facts. Look it here. up. It's all facts. It's, it's going to be huge. So until next time, it's going to be huge. <laughs> That's a new sign-off, I think. All right. Bye.